Welcome everybody to this week's edition of the Founders Pod. Joined, my name is Brandon Minert. Joined by Matt Lamb and Jordan Hansen. Hello. Happy to be here. Yes, follow them and us on LinkedIn. <laughs> hey, I'm on I, LinkedIn. I, am, I laugh because I'm not that active. But yeah, Jordan's on LinkedIn. Yeah, Jordan's on LinkedIn. I'm somewhat active. Yeah. No, I'm I wonder not. how long I'm LinkedIn will last. Forever? I don't see it going anywhere. Really? Yeah, it's going to be... Some yeah. people are like... That's, okay. that's very, that's very important to them. Yeah. No, yeah. It's yeah, huge. It's, it's, I mean, dude, the tools, it's not just LinkedIn because using it as like a social media platform, pretty crappy. Will there ever be a one, a single social media that combines oh. Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn? I don't think so. Crazy. It'll that work just how we thought there would be one streaming service. <laughs> you got to decouple. Dude, at the so very cable. beginning, at Netflix the was it. It was Netflix like, was king. It was you pretty, know, had a lot of content on there. Somebody tried to, to um, invent that. A single streaming service? A single social media service. Woof. Woof. Ryan. <laughs> Ryan and Michael from the, the temp. office. Yeah. The temp. Ryan the temp. Uh, what did he do even in that? Was it like fact? It was faxing, email, texting, phone call, voicemail. Like pager. I, mean, I don't know if it yeah, was. Yeah. Pager. They just got it. I had tweet in there, didn't it? Probably. Yeah. Maybe. No, it's a smart idea. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I think it's more notification rather than a platform for everybody to. Ah, that's a good point. But it would have grown. I think it had, it had incredible potential. Yeah. They're like, well, we have a buyer. <laughs> it was the Washington, university, wasn't Washington it? Health, Public Health Fund or something. Because yeah. they wanted the Washington, domain. domain. Yeah. Washington University Public Health Fund. Uh, <laughs> woof. We're, we're woofing from, you know, from the United Commercial Insurance Studio. Yeah. Give us a call. 208-229-8222. Business insurance. Uh, question for you, gents. You guys have been spot on on some of these questions we've asked over the weeks. Really good. Really, I mean, really, really impressive. Killing it. Killing it. Yeah. The fastest man-made object ever invented and used. What is that? The fastest man-made object the, the, that traveled the fastest. It's got to be like a rail gun, right? Yeah. Like that the, the someone rides in? No. no. Just oh. like a, like a bullet, whatever, or a spaceship, anything like that. A rocket. I would say it's got to be a railgun. I don't know. How if you count, unless you count lasers, but. Atom bomb? Like you're saying like, like the shockwave from it? I don't know. Yeah. Are you uh, looking it up right now? I'm looking how fast a railgun projectile is. It's really fast. Uh, What's a railgun? I don't know what a railgun is. It's, it just shoots out slugs of steel. It's just like a, it shoots out like a big rail, a steel thing. And they just, it just projected so fast. It just punches through. Everything. Is it a, yeah, it's not a real gun. There's something else faster. Something else. Is fa and, and I don't know if you think this is a cheap response, but well, come on. What is it? It's not that it's something. Can you give us a hint? It's space related. Does it only work in space? Mm. The speed? Like a photon yeah. blaster. Yeah. Only works in space. Okay. So you have no friction. So you're, yeah. yeah, there's an avoid. I yeah. see. I didn't Vacuum. think about that. Yeah. What's, what's it? I mean, at space they're traveling. Aren't they at like 44,000 miles per hour there? It's faster. It's a, it's a space probe. 430,000 miles from like, an hour. the space station or is it launched from earth? It's launched from earth. Well, it's a, it's launched into orbit and then it like yeah, travels right, right. to wherever it's going. It just has going. enough velocity to escape the atmosphere. Yeah. 
and then it turns on. So the NASA Parker Solar Probe, which uh, achieved a top speed of 432,000 miles an hour while it was um, orbiting the sun. Hmm. And so that it's getting some it's getting some slingshot from the gravity of the sun then yes, too. Yes, it is. So it's yeah. shooting over to the sun. It's using and then it gravity. Yeah, it slings around it. Huh. Kind of interesting. Yeah. Railgun. What's what's railgun? Railgun was five thousand four hundred miles an hour, which is pretty fast. Pretty. Oh yeah. Pretty fast. Close though. Yeah. I mean, you're four hundred twenty thousand miles an hour off, <laughs> but that's somewhat cheap too. Because if a railgun was shot in space around the sun, around maybe the it sun. would be. <laughs> right at the sun. Uh, and, you know, getting some slingshot. Yeah. I thought that was an interesting question. I wonder what the fastest man-made object on earth would be. Probably a rocket. No way. It's the rail gun. I don't know. Look it up right now. Come on up. What do you think? Matt, vote. I don't know what can go faster than that. Um, 5,000 doesn't. I mean, a bullet goes not that close. No way. Not even close. Uh, But it's always, I don't know. 5,000. You search for fastest man may not. They use rockets to break free of Earth's gravity, yeah, which takes a speed of 25,000 miles an hour. 25,000? Yeah. So that's way faster than a real gun. The heck? Why is it real? I mean, it's just too expensive to use that. That probably is too expensive to use the, that for like. The NASA the X 43, 7,000 miles an hour. Space okay. shuttles, 17,000. I'm going to try to find things that are in. Oh, an iron manhole cover. During a nuclear bomb test called Operation Plum Bob, Robert Brownlee was tasked with designing a test for limiting nuclear fallout from an underground explosion device placed deep in it, capped with a four-inch iron manhole. And it shot the manhole in the air? 125,000 miles an hour. <laughs> How'd well, they that, even that's, measure that? That was right that? then with Adam yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was right. This, the shockwave of it. Got I, I, I right. should have said manhole. Yeah, why didn't you say manhole? <laughs> you should have said <laughs> manhole. Kind, of, kind of silly, Matt. That was dumb. You had it right there. Uh, it was right there. Yeah. Speaking of traveling distances. Yes. I'm ready to go 5,400 miles an hour. Could you? No, not in live. And no, I mean, uh, you have to have. What about just teleport? That would be nice. Yeah. But teleport, there's no way teleport's going to happen. It's only going to, it'll be recreation of you. Mm -hmm. Which is that gross? Kind of. Because it won't be recreation me. of Matt. That's kind of like the prestige. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I think that right there is more likely than teleportation. Yeah. Now we could do wormholes, right? If you can, if I don't know, I think we're, I think that's more close than anyway. Brian Cox said that wormholes are so unstable that if they're worried that if you pass something through it, the whole wormhole thing collapse. Right. We have to, I mean, we'll have, there's some adjustments still. <laughs> <laughs> we're in five minutes, All right. of course. Quantum computing. That's right. Um, <laughs> what do you think? Question to you, gentlemen. This is the subject of today's mini pod. What do you think the future of transportation, personal transportation specifically, will be in the next 10, 20, 40, 80 years? Yeah, this is a great question. Zach asked me this question on Sunday. We were driving. He was like, Dad, do you think cars are going to change much in the next, you know, 20, 30 years? Because yeah. they I, haven't, I mean, they have you're recently. Right. You're right. With electric electric vehicles right from where we from where we where they were when we were born to where they are now it hasn't been crazy not crazy recently yeah there's been more okay but it seems like but again isn't that like most of it's like technology in general is like like this and it's kind of like yeah hockey stick style right yeah, because it's accelerated right. it's, it's like exponential i think and this is a statement that i'd like to make i think wait can i, I want to write down my answer see if it matches okay write down well you just trust me i guess Write it down. Put something down. Don't and write, I'm gonna don't tell write you. manhole cover. 
We all have to travel on a manhole. That's like a cartoon. <laughs> you sit on a manhole. Like just it explodes. Right? You. Like, yeah. Oh, that's a UFO. Like that's a UFO. <laughs> I'm standing on it. I'm standing on it. That's a UFO, dude. Did you see that David Grush, the UFO whistleblower, said that? But it's not UFO anymore, right? UAP whistleblower said that there are instances in the United States history of interacting with, don't laugh at me. No, I'm don't just laugh at me. Wondering if we can get through a podcast don't laugh at without me. aliens. But did I, last one. I, I did last it. one. I know. I'm just saying that he said that between the interactions of aliens and the United States government, there have been conflict to where U S military men or women have died. Was there like exchange of gunfire? That's all he said. That's all he said that there, that there have been people that have died interacting with, um, you shoot at an alien? That's could not maybe trip on him or something though. They didn't say how they died. Could have shot. He could have if they're chasing him down, they're chasing him and one shoots. Wait, who's who's chasing yeah. you? And Dude, look at him? look at the phenomenon. If you get well, by James Fox, you should sponsor this pod. If you look at the phenomenon, James Fox, there's a number of stories of Air Force pilots chasing down these unidentified flying objects. If they ever turn around or if one shot, turn around, pop, pop, pop. All right, did you write it down? I wrote it down. Wait, what was the question again? Oh, I'm going to make a down. statement. I'm going to make a statement. I don't know. Yeah, I don't about, know. What's your statement? About the future of, of... Future of transportation. A personal transportation. My, my statement on Fully. future of personal transportation is this. We are closer in technology to the horse and buggy today yes. than we will be to the mode of transportation 40 years from now. Yep. Right now... We're closer to the horse and buggy than we are to whatever we're going to use in 40 years. I could, I would even shrink that. And the horse that and possibly. buggy was like a hundred, what, 20 years ago or something? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I would even shrink that. I think, I think 20 30, years, 30 years. Uh, yeah, maybe. Whatever happens in the future though, I hope we're still saying horsepower. <laughs> That's, you know, I, I'm on Dude, my, it's a standard. My, it's a standard now. I'm on my manhole cover. I'm like, uh, what horsepower that baby got? <laughs> like horses. What does this have to do with no, look, yeah. manhole cover? It's a standard, bro. That's it's right. a universal standard. Right. And they're like, can you imagine the horsepower of a wormhole? Like what? And you're like, it's what's, like, what's the exponential? horsepower on that baby? <laughs> New in. <laughs> I just, uh, dude, I'm super, that's, that's actually one area I'm really excited about because Can you give me examples, I have, yeah, absolutely. I have, I have a specific like, example, like what fully do you think automated vehicles. I think this, I think this, I think you won't be driving. Uh, driving them. You won't be maneuvering on them, which is good. In my opinion, I think maneuvering them will just be recreation only. It won't be like organized transportation, just recreational areas only. Like designated, you can't drive on the highway. You can't car drive park. on the highway. It's a car park. A car park. It's like or, park. Or like way <laughs> out, some jumps. way out in, in an un, because, because there's airspace in the United States uh -huh. and it, depending on the population dictates the height and the category of the airspace. Okay. And so there's airspaces in every city that are like, Hey, this is unpopulated. So it goes down to 700 feet or 1200 feet and you can do whatever the hell you want basically yeah. in that airspace. Um, you can fly whatever you want. And UFOs do it. They don't even register with us. <laughs> they, they don't need to tell anybody. That's right. Um, anyway, so examples, in my opinion, are going to be both above and below the earth, below the surface of the earth. So you're me. not saying flying? I'm saying flying, yes. But I, th I also think flying can be really complicated because you have a lot of different a lot of factors. Yeah. So and I mean, weather. 
I think even like visual traffic. Exactly. Like, like people are going to be like, I don't want freaking a wall of cars up here. Yeah, that's true. But you're in a 3D plane. And, and what's so difficult about our current mode of transportation is that you're all on a 2D plane mm -hmm. where you're, you're sitting in a, in a linear, you know, format driving home or to, to work, but you can't be three levels above the car in front of you. Mm -hmm. So in the air, you can, you can have different altitudes above it. So that like solves a huge problem there. Right. I don't, but or create some, or 40, create some. 40 years. I'm, I'm 40 years about flying cars. I'm not there. I think we are. I 100% think we are. And I think we are in that. Set if a you had, hold, on, hold on. Huh? Set a what? Set a note. Remind me to check on flying cars in 40 years and tell Brandon that I'm right. No. 40 years is 2063. July, 2063. I will be 80 years old. It's Brandon's birthday. Well, it depends on when this comes yeah. out. After, before, prior to the oh, release. We this. just had Brandon's birthday. <laughs> yeah. It was, was a good time. And 80 yeah. year old Brandon, are you going to be right or are you going to be wrong? It's going to be a sad birthday if I'm wrong. Flying cars. I think flying, and it's not going to be flying cars. It's going to be, yeah, it's sure. going to be drones. Uh, yeah. You're saying, yeah, yeah. Whether you call it cars or not, I know what you're saying. And there's going to be different altitudes for taxis and mm -hmm. there's going to be different altitudes for personal. Like the and fifth element. Different altitudes for delivery. Yeah. You haven't seen the fifth element probably. Yeah, neither of you probably, but. Anyway, lots of flying cars, that same thing. Yeah. And, I just yeah. remember back to the future, they like take that exit in the air. You know, that's it. Would Stupid. Be yeah. So dumb. Right. So dumb. But you know, weather's a huge problem there. Who's going to regulate all this? This is also kind of Well, the FAA me. could ha would have to. It's a government. It sucks. They're that gonna sucks. Suck. They're going to suck. You know, you, I don't know. But you can't stop it. So it's not, they're going to be like, oh, you just can't do it at all. But someone has to. Someone right? has to regulate Otherwise, it and set rules. And that's automated. Because what's, I mean, do, is it going to be your own vehicle you get in and who, then you just program where it goes and then it takes the route? Who regulates, just, who regulates the streets? Yeah, obviously there's the government, but it's a little different because you're going to choose like state, your, your route. State, even. Because police officers do, right? Yeah, right. Well, anyway, I just think it's on your phone and you just say, hey, I need to, I need to go to this place. And they're like, okay, this is the, this is your office. It's going to take the route. It's just going to come land, whatever, whatever it is, pick you up. Incredibly wait, wait, you quiet. You're going to have it in your, cause otherwise, I mean, especially if you're in a more rural area, you're going to, I think people also have their own vehicle. Yeah. I think it's great yeah. to have my own, but I don't need to have it at the parking lot. Right. What right. if it's at a charging place away where yeah. you don't have to have big parking lots? The self-storage unit. That I own. There you go. Mm -hmm. yeah, Self-charging. What does Fred the farmer do when he has his own vehicle that can go wherever? And he comes to a place where they're, uh, it's the same thing. Maybe the same I'm, thing. I'm seeing. Okay. I think, I think it's going to be a super quiet energy sustained. I think the energy capacity is going to be enormous where it could go weeks. Like you could even get in potentially and go to New York in a short time frame, or, or the travel capabilities of going from Idaho to London same day are going to be basically only held back by your human capability of, physically being able to handle it. You know, I, yeah. I just think the car is going to be able to yeah, go 5,400 yeah, miles. Cause all, all that's holding you back is energy, right? Yeah. Cause you know? we, we talked in the previous episode about going to Hawaii. Right. And that increased cause we thought technology and booking was yeah. more accessible. What if transportation now transportation so? meets that and it's like, Hey, now it's not just finding tickets or cheap tickets. It's can your vehicle get you there and you can go. And, and it could lead to the redistribution of population across the United yeah. States. Like what if you could get to your job you can commute quick. to your work? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and if I, if I live two hours away now, 
what if I could get there in 15 minutes or 20 minutes right. in the future? Mm-hmm. Now I can live in a rural town. Work on a call and still come down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And safely travel to work or, or equivalent. Whatever or just that live is. in your car. Yeah. And just live wherever you want to go. How big go. is this car? Yeah, <laughs> what RV, are we right? talking about? <laughs> yeah, no, it's like... <laughs> it's well, you got an RV with a personal transport vehicle. It'd be the RV now version. So you of, have like a mothership. But don't you think that <laughs> that one big problem holding us back with transportation is energy? Yeah, most things they were being held back by energy, okay. right? Yeah. So if you have the energy to fly, the power of the whatever cell energy battery that you have in there, um, and it could fly, use that energy for a very, very long time. Well, now you can do a lot of stuff. Yeah. You can do a lot of stuff. Uh, I still don't know about flying cars, but I think my point, self-driving car, my prediction here with self-driving cars and the fact that it's probably going to be too expensive for people to drive their own vehicles. They can't drive their own vehicles. Okay. Because it's insurance. Insurance. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Self-driving cars are going to be better. I think that there will be a computer that has enough computing capacity to coordinate the transportation of hundreds of thousands of people in a region mm-hmm. to where I don't feel like the cloud's a good word for it though. It's, it's, like it's bigger a, than the cloud. Sure. Thunder cloud. Like What's bigger than a cloud? Oh, like, I'll give you a it probably needs to be like a decentralized computer though. Cause you shut down that one computer, man. Oh yeah. You're right. I would love that. Decentralized. Com- I don't know. That'd be awesome. But yeah, you're putting a lot of power putting, in one. Yeah. Place. And you know, you don't need, you don't need to like the problem. One of the problems with flying airplanes now is you have to be so high up there. Yeah. I don't think you need to be that high up there to fly from my home to office, you know, and if you could figure out a way to re grid electrical or if homes can more, you know, you can get rid of some of these electrical grids and you're just flying above the tree line. But wouldn't that be kind of annoying to you? Like if you have your house and you're like, I like to sit back and you look up at the sky, the, the mountains and suddenly, you know, how many people do we have in the valley? What if it's just over roads? Okay, there's going to be, I mean, if you're talking multiple levels, that's, I, I mean, I can- It's going to block. It's going to block. How many roads are between me, my house, and Bogus Basin? I don't know. Like a thousand? Okay. And so that means, and then they're all up 20 stories? Yeah. What if they're quiet? I, I can't- Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, what if it's quiet? It's, it's a quiet and what if it saves you? It's, but what if it's a better mode of transport? It's not like they're going to be like, oh, I we don't, we don't want to do this because Jordan can't see the mountain. Yeah, that would well, be a bummer though. No, I, but I honestly, I it's a that. real thing that I don't, I, up I like, think a lot of people are going to say quality of life. Like you, people get pissed. Like they have, there's whole cities that say Washington DC, but it won't house. stop progress that way. But Washington is, they could have, could they have skyscrapers there? Yes. They have regulations though. That they say they can't build a building bigger right. than a certain height because right. they want to be able to see. Sure. Yeah. You have but to explain to your kids like. There used to be a mountain or there is a mountain over there. You just can't, can't see it. There's see it. cars there's always in the way. Cars well, always. Just put on your VR. Oh. Yeah. You can build whatever. We should just want. stay in our houses <laughs> and just not leave. And then. Uh, that would make me. That, that's what I'm saying. This is the same thing. I would feel crummy. I go out there on a walk and I love looking at the mountains. And it would it like, just oh, be a constant. I mean, I just. It I would. Are you 500,000 people? Like, so, in, when I, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not training to be a pilot anymore. Uh-huh. I stopped what? that. Really? Yeah. I stopped that. Because it was too expensive for me. Okay. Okay, but will you revisit it? Probably. I would love yeah, to probably. in the future. Yeah, yeah, I would love to in the future. Oh, we should talk about paramotor soon. Yeah. Okay. When I'm up in the air, and Grant, totally different. When you're flying and I have like my glasses on, so my my vision is as good as it gets for me. Mm-hmm. And they say there's a there's a there's a bogey off your six, <laughs> whatever. Mm-hmm. They say, hey, there's another fly, there's another plane at your twelve o'clock. Yeah. And it's, it's at this elevation and it's, they don't say a distance away from you. And dude, you have to squint and look, both of you guys have to be looking for this tiny 
the plane's the plane's probably bigger yeah. than my car, but man, I could barely see it. And, and it's pretty far away. Now, granted, these roads are closer to your house, but I could barely see these things in the air. Even an A10 airplane, like it's a little bit bigger, easier to see moving faster. But they're when they're far away, they're very difficult to see these smaller objects. How many cars are on Linder, though? We both a live lot. on Linder. You and I both. A lot. But what if they're... Yeah, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. I totally get what you're saying, but it won't stop progress. There's just no way. It's just too convenient to say, I want to get in... I'm going to get in my car and have to spend tires and gas or whatever that is and sit in traffic or I don't know, or maybe it's a bicycle that can just hover at 50 feet and it's, you know, yeah, that'd be a little better. Yeah. Something a little, I mean, even then, could you have multiple levels? Maybe, but yeah, I think if you're, I do worry about airspace, I think is, I, I think airspace really is a big, big problem. Buck. Yeah. yeah. Airspace is a problem. And maybe there's an easier way to, to, um, build tunnels underneath the ground. Maybe for like mass transit from Boise to New York. I don't know. Um, that's also kind of scary too, man. That like claustrophobia in oh, that is oh. like, no, I think Elon Musk was saying, you it know, won't his, stop progress. We'll stop it. No, it people are going to do it. I but he said it. there's like 90 levels that you can go down in the earth. Yeah. In the earth's surface that it's like, you can go down that far and have potentially 90 different tunnels going all over the place. I don't know that that's scary. If you were on level 87 and something happened and you couldn't get out, that would scare the crap. <laughs> I mean, you're just as down on level three though, right? Level three. Yeah, you it just feels scary also... though. When you know there's like 86 tons of, I mean, 86 levels worth of <laughs> yeah, you. that you can't get out of. And isn't there air pressure? Doesn't there pressure? I think pressure still exists yeah. as you go down. Yeah. It would have to. But I mean, I wonder how, because if you're 86 levels, like if, if we're, I mean, we have, less pressure on us, gravity on us than people on sea level, right? It's not gravity though. It's, it's pre atmospheric pressure. pressure, atmospheric pressure. And I get, I don't know exactly yeah. how this works, but well, anyway, 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 just, I just, we'll, I'm we'll super talk about that when we do our science podcast. Yeah. I'm, I'm very excited about the future of transportation. So bad because I, every time I drive, I want to leave Treasure Valley <laughs> every, every time driving Almost. here. Uh, yeah. Every time here for sure. I just come up Eagle road. It's so inefficient. I hate it. Because you have to go zigzag your way to a place. And you stop. I understand. I, I agree. And if you are in constant motion, A to B, like as the bird flies, right? Like direct to your location, you cut off so much time and effort. Yeah. And that time adds up. I don't know. I wonder what the next big innovation will be in transportation. What What would you say that's the last? What was the last big innovation? Self-driving cars? Yeah. I yeah. Think so. Yeah, for sure. You're right. For self-driving cars, for sure. Now there, do other cars catch up to like Tesla or whoever else is doing yeah, it? Almost every now. single, you have to. every single modern high-end vehicle has a lot of like huge self-driving. Yeah. But when they do that, what does that look like? I mean, I well, hope, I, I hope so. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I was, San Francisco has cars that have been running for years, self-driving vehicles. I think taxis. With no steering wheel. With right? no steering yeah. wheel, right. They're like taxis, public transportation, delivery vehicles. They're, they're working in there. What do you think about this? Because I, I, was, I was watching this study done, and they're like, the, the problem with traffic is when you're at a stoplight, and let's say there's 20 cars, it turns yeah. green. Did I tell you about this? I think you did. Yeah. And it was your, you're supposed really, to like follow super close and just, no, you're all supposed to go at the exact same yeah, time yeah. at the exact same speed and all that stuff. And so if you all had self-driving cars and they could somehow communicate with the light and the cars around you, but everybody has to be on the same page. There can't be a rogue mm -hmm. driver at that point. 
But if but you could get so many people through that light, right? Because what happens safely? It's a rubber band instead, right? It's like this goes and then it's like yeah. an accordion. It's elastic. It's an accordion. Yeah, that's a better way to yeah. say it. An accordion. Uh-huh. And so if you could have self-driving cars and they could talk to the light, to where everybody that's going opposite direction of you stopped because they knew the light was going to turn red, so they all stopped in the the, the the right time, and then we all left at the exact same time. You could just pound like fifty cars through that light. Yeah. Quantum Whereas computing. you quantum computing, dude, don't will save us. I'm telling you. Yeah. That's my hope. That's your, quantum computing. I'm, I'm like, that's, that's my hope. But if it doesn't solve problems, then I'm, but you're, you're just saying with quantum computing, it's going to point, it's going to tell us where to go. I'm saying it, it has the computing power to solve a problem that we cannot solve. But we'll have to listen problem. to its advice. You have to implement it. It's yeah. going to do all the coordination with the, it's going to be able to talk to all the, handle all the vehicles, everyone's stopping at the same time. Well, it could design the structure and then it could, it could implement the structure. Organize. Yeah. Yeah. Coordinate. It's like, this is how you do it. How would you like, if you, if you inputted a problem and you said, compute this problem until you have the most efficient solution. And let's say it took a year to do that. It still could just go through millions and millions and millions of possibilities to let's say, Hey, this is what I found out. It's the most efficient way to use the grid that you have. And I'll help implement it because I can, I can, you know, I have the computing processing power to talk to how many cars are in the treasure in, in Idaho. Let's say at once you got to think there's, let's say there's 2 million cars in Idaho. I could talk to 2 million cars at one time Yeah, and compute where they're going and, and, and know spatially where everybody else is at. Right. Pretty fascinating. Right. <laughs> and really crazy. an accident, accident should go away, right? There should never be an accident. Yeah. Again. And let, yeah, I mean, how does yeah. that handle like when your car breaks down or blows a tire? Does you know, it drive in- you off to the side of the road or what yeah. if it's like, that's disabled? interesting. Yeah. Because it, then the it has to have feedback. Happen. Yeah. It has to have feedback on the tire that the tire broke. Certainly. Right. Yeah. yeah. But then accidents could happen. Right. But, but barring mechanical problems like that, accidents shouldn't happen. You know, what's interesting about an electric car. I think that's a big advantage over an internal combustion engine is the amount of parts that yeah. can break down. There's, there's an electric motor and that's it. And yeah, no pistons, right? All these right. things, right? Yeah. Versus, you know, a timing belt and, you know, yeah. all the, all the There's items. A lot of pieces, of, carburetor, yeah. all this stuff that's in there. Yeah. Everything, the alternator and everything that's involved in that. And so, you know, I think cars will reduce the amount of weaknesses they have in it to the point where it basically may just be a tire. And then once you get rid of the tires. Are we going to like Mario Kart things? The, how are we moving? Shells? Like the hover is oh. what you're saying. Dude, mm-hmm. I think hover or magnets would be incredible. Yeah. Magnets, yeah. Because you reduce road uh, wear, wear and right. tear. Uh-huh. You reduce, you know, the fat, the the need for rubber mm-hmm. and tires, which is we're saying the magnets are going to go off trace metals or something in the sure, yeah. Forty years, maybe. You yeah. have a reminder on your phone mm-hmm. to check. It failed, but yeah. <laughs> Google will be an actual person walking around. That's it. Come slap me. He'll in the come face. over and be like, "You were wrong. You were wrong. <laughs> slap." <laughs> What did the five fingers say to the face? <laughs> I will dread that day. Yeah. What am I going to be wrong about? Uh, the fact that we're having flying cars in 40 years. But it, what if they don't call it a car? It's a drone. No, yeah. Yeah, a car. Flying, flying vehicle. Transport. Flying public transportation. Flying not bicycle. Public, flying. Snowmobile. Personal transportation. Yeah. Whatever snowmobile. you want. Snowmobile. I don't think that would be satisfying at all. <laughs> satisfying? <laughs> flying jet ski. Because part of the snowmobile that's kind of satisfying is like kind of carving through that yeah. physical. Right. Yep. 
Dude, I was thinking paramotors, right? Have you guys know what paramotors are? Is that the... Is that the like drone thing? It's like paragliding. Except for you're like... It's like the guys On that run. On a parachute. Yeah, they, you have a big fan yeah, behind right. you. And you either run or you have a little trike. And you just run and just drive. And it goes... And then you fly. You fly yeah. around. Right. Now, you're not doing fly lessons, but what about... I mean, come on. Do you consider that? There's no... And there's no regulation because they're so light. Yeah. And they're lower than, you know, usually pretty low. You can go high, but they say you should, no, yeah, you no one's going to go over 10,000 like feet. Oh, dude, 10,000 feet is super high. <laughs> I was going to say, that's higher than wow. But the fact that you can, I mean. Uh, there's, can, there's a few that come by that ridge by my house. Yes. A bunch. Right. Yeah. Between us. It's just crazy yeah. when they're over there. And I see it. I'm like, I want What's in. the benefit? Well, I mean, I, like. Leisure. I, well, legacy, yeah. the park, right? Right. So you have to have people that live over. Anyway, we're, yeah. we, went, we went golfing there once. Right. Yeah. They have a we're, place. We're paying members. <laughs> well, I mean, ish. We, ish. we were walking right next to that park. There's a, there, I saw someone taking off from there. Oh, really? So he went to that park. Yeah. He just laid out his parachute yeah. and then he just turns on the fan and runs. Yeah. But what's the benefit of that? You can, you don't have to drive out to Nampa to the airport to get going. It's, I mean, it's pleasure. How long pleasure. does yeah, it last? It can go three hours. Three hours. Because you're not using it to travel. No. Could you go to a mountain home? No, no, I mean, it, so it's three hours. I mean, no. normally they're 25 miles per hour, maybe 50. Okay. So yeah, like I was doing the math. If you went up to Bogus, it's going to take you like a little bit. It'll take you a little bit. And if there's a, if there's a headwind, you're there's in a, a headwind, spot. right. But you I don't have like, to deal with the windy roads. Yeah, exactly. Plus you can just land at Harpo's, fill up with gas. <laughs> <laughs> Cascade. <laughs> like, we're coming we're in. Cascade. If you're trying to go to Mountain Home and you end up in Cascade. <laughs> well, I'm going to McCall. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying that doesn't sound fun. I like, no, there's, there's like personal transport drones that look so awesome to me. And even, have you guys seen the Iron Man suits that people would like the jetpacks? No, but this sounds awesome. It does sound awesome because they like have the two stabilizers on their hands and the jetpack on Uh their back and they're like, and then they're going, huh? And it's real. People are doing it. Oh yeah. And they have like F1 races even. Really? Yeah. And it's like, you think that so many people, if they're doing that downtown, would just splat into buildings. It's just like, they would. Yeah. Like, There's no doubt. That would happen. Yeah. And they're like, wow, this is how birds feel <laughs> when you're hitting the windows and stuff. The window was too clean. I just <laughs> I couldn't see it. Into it. They're like, what are you doing? <laughs> just like outline <laughs> silhouette of a human. The, they're like, oh, they've Wait got like 10 wiper. people. They get the wiper wiping it off. You should put some stickers on this window. <laughs> oh, dang it. What would you guys say is the top 10 of most dangerous recreational activities? Like, like paragliding or hang gliding or skydiving. Uh, What's the number base one? Base jumping. Base jumping. Bungee you have a parachute, jumping. right? Anything with a parachute? Uh, number one, I put it into ChatGPT to kind of rank them. I oh, you did? 11 different things. Okay. And? and f- I had free solo in there climbing. Oh, yeah. And that's... that took top. And can you think of anything more dangerous than? No. Like besides being like uh, ridiculously dumb, right? Besides like crazy, stupid stuff. Reckless, negligence. Yeah, reckless, right? Obviously. I'm trying to think. Free solo is pretty stupid. Free solo, climbing oh, a mountain without a rope, and then and then climbing a mountain with a rope is that also on there? Or did I didn't you put, put that, that on there. Okay. But I should have. Are we guessing the eleven items, or are we just I thinking just, anything just, out there? Yeah, I'm trying to think. If there's anything more dangerous? That, I mean, I would think like cliff diving, experimental piloting. Cliff diving is a good one. We did some experimental piloting when uh, we tied the sheet to the backpack on the trampoline. <laughs> we jumped off his house with a sheet onto the tramp. Like a parachute. Yeah. Like it's like you made a parachute guy, but you're the guy. Yeah. <laughs> we had a windsuit. I put windsuit in there. Oh, like, you know, dude, you got it. Was it. Like I, third. I can't remember what I had it for number two. But like the was... squirrel suit? 
Just okay. That's pretty Life dumb, right? Squirrel. Now, what's cliff diving? Just like just like if you're enough a cliff into water, yeah, like yeah. in Acapulco, they have like those high. Yeah, if you get you're saying if you go crazy high, yeah, because yeah. like you know seventy, even seventy feet, that's kind of scary. Hundred yeah. feet, still scary, but doable. What about like drag racing? I or... put motocross in there. That was number two actually. It was motocross. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Even though it's done like pretty common. That's yeah, normal sports. Dude, I have sword swallowing. <laughs> was it on there? I didn't put it on the list. That's nice interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm very excited about personal transport. Right. I, I'm, I'm, I, and, and it's like, it almost makes you wonder if all of my kids will get a driver's license. Yeah. It, that, that advanced. That's a good question. Yeah. Because you think about Paxton. We have 10 years. What is he? He's five. 16. He's six. He's six. Yeah. So you figure nine I, to 10 years. I think he's still going to need a license. I don't think it's going to be widespread enough in 10 years. Right. I think it, it's going to be more, I think it's in 10 years. I think we see it in Boise. Whatever that innovation is. I think we see those, those self-driving public transportation Maybe some people own some. In 2032. 33. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Set a reminder. Set a reminder. Have the Google avatar. Let's see here. Robot person. You know what? A, you know what innovation? Remind me to check on if we have self-driving vehicles fully in 10 years. You know what innovation I'm really excited for? These kids. You didn't actually send it. You didn't send it. <laughs> you know what innovation I'm actually excited for? A um, personal, like a home assistant robot that can clean. Oh, yeah. I'm actually very excited laundry. for that. Do laundry and do dishes oh, yeah. and clean up. Move around? Hmm. Moving around, doing dishes I and stuff like that. I think it's going to be a better dishwasher. I think that mechanics of, you have to have some like mechanical arms going in there. Well, there's a lot of servos and a lot of, a lot of moving joints and parts. That's a lot though. I'm excited for quantum that. I think we'll get there. Quantum, quantum computing, Jordan. Jordan, shut up. Yeah, it's two hey, words. You're it's stupid. Easy. I AI stands okay. for artificial. Well, I think you should set <laughs> a reminder learning. to come around. Yeah, get another to line. The times. My robot, my cleaning robot, said go over there and kick your. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How about this? Hey. Number one innovation in the next five years. My prediction here is going to be language, the, the chat GPT uh, and the Google Assistant okay. and the Echo because. Now, wait, like this, language translation? No, not just translation. I'm just saying anything. Like right now, you ask your Google Assistant, hey, remind me to do this. 50% of the time, it's garbage, right? It's like, I didn't hear you yeah. or it doesn't understand context. If you had ChatGPT in there, piece of cake to ask anything, and it's going to okay. do a lot better. What, what's a bigger innovation? Language translation, like instant language translation between two so people. So there's no barriers. There's no right. barriers, communication barrier, or a cleaning robot or a personal assistant robot. What would I rather have or which one's more, which one's a bigger, more world, of, world For impacting, me? world impacting. Oh. How big is language? Like, it if, like you had a, if you had a cleaning robot, you could actually have that be a soldier. You yes. could actually have that go down to and like dig dig ditches for wells in Africa. So Bastion, he's going to either do my dishes or go fight wars. Or, or turn into crap. a tank. Exactly. Yeah. Well, once he when your wife once he washes you. enough dishes, <laughs> he builds up his old power. When your wife's just like, oh, I hate him, I hate him, I hate him, and then you walk in the door, hey, honey, bop, 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 bop. Right. and the robot's like, I got your back. <laughs> For those that don't know, that's a reference to Overwatch. Overwatch, yeah. one video game. Yeah. One you know, actually, there's some Overwatch shorts that make me cry. Yeah, one in general. Oh yeah, the Bastion. Like, there's butterflies in it. No, not the Bastion one. Not Bastion, the Bastion one. one. No, it's the um, Genji and. Really? Hanzo that one's one. fine, but I think the Bastion one is, I cry more than the Bastion one. Okay. <laughs> what's a bigger, what's a bigger innovation? Communication or 
personal assistant, a robot, ah, man. a humanoid robot. You're, For me, I'm going to say personally the robot. That would have a bigger impact on me. I, I wonder how bad language is right now. Because right now it feels pretty easy. There's so many Google Translate options, but you're probably right. It's probably bigger. But what if you're in Europe and you have a lot more option to speak a different language? Yeah, and, yeah I, you're right. Like and what if every state in the United States spoke a different language? Right. And you think about just not just for me, but I just think about knowledge transfer. Yeah. Then already the internet has made that huge. Country relations. But if suddenly there's no lag, everyone can speak what they naturally fluently speak. I'm understanding what I fluently understand because how often do you speak to someone that doesn't know English very well and, and their intelligence just doesn't come through the same yeah. because they can't portray the same ideas. So which, so which one is it? I want to pick communication. As far as bigger yeah. innovation, yeah, that, I what think would it I has want? more of a global impact. Yeah, man. I just think if you have humanoid robots that do, you're saying it by cleaning, right? But you're right. They could do a lot of they things. They could do anything at that they point. They mow the lawn. They could mow the lawn. I they think could, more likely you're going to have the self-driving lawnmower. They could do construction. Lawnmower, they could do construction projects at, at a cheaper potentially price than what we're doing. Now, what do robots... Now, I, we think... I, the problem is, is like every single robot sci-fi movie, right? They're like humans, right? Okay, but w what if a construction robot looked more like a excavator? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I think more likely or we, like we picture them as humans. Cement layer or something. I don't. A lot of times, I don't think they're going to be like you, like you yeah. said. Yeah, they'll they'll be designed like tools for the tool, right? For the job. Yeah. Or maybe like Optimus Prime, where they could turn into different. Yeah. Dude, that's such a stupid. That's such a stupid concept. It's so dumb. Transformers. Yeah, the Decepticons are the smartest robots out there because they're like, oh, I want a jet, and then <laughs> you seriously, we're like, yeah, I'm going to be a semi. <laughs> I'm going to do a semi or I'm going to do a beat up old yellow taxi. And you're right. like, what? Why don't you do the tank? Could, did you not see a tank? <laughs> yep. What are you doing? Yep. You're a Mazda yep. Miata. <laughs> like, what are the you doing? You guys are like the passive. You're so dumb. Right. They're like, I'm going to be a jet. You're exactly right. Yeah. yeah. That is stupid. Right. That should have been what's my beef. At first I thought you were going to say, it's super stupid that these things, these robots can turn into vehicles. I'm like, yeah, it's a TV show, no. but your point's good. The, the type of vehicles they're picking, <laughs> is it the Autobots? Autobots. Yeah. And you're like, you are idiot. You're so, you're like a social worker version of a robot. You're just like trying to pick the, the Ooh, least shots, shots fired. No Sorry. offense to our social worker No offense friends. to social And I love the social, but what's they're trying to, uh, what's your wife? She's a social worker. <laughs> <laughs> but she, but, but they're trying to pick the vehicles that are least offensive or least aggressive. And you're like, that's a bad, it's a losing strategy in a war. I'm just saying. And yeah. social workers are, are an amazing group of people, but not the best warriors that I know of. I should stop. <laughs> You're digging deeper. Let's just stop. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just, just going to go ahead and stop on that. Yeah. All right, guys. It was fun. Thanks for listening to the Founders Podcast. Be sure to follow the host on Twitter. Search at Jord B. Hansen and at Brandon Minot to discuss more. Also, be sure to visit thefounderspod.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content.